What's going on, Knicks fans? I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with my brother, Andre Jalil, my cousin, Rick the Ruler. Welcome to the Guard Up Knicks podcast. Here's Dennis Smith Jr. driving. That's what he does. Drives and drives. Inside for Lopez. Lost by Knox. Here's Smith Jr. up with the left hand. And in. Rising and surprising him with the block shot. Smith Jr. dishing off. Kevin Knox. Wide open. Knox throws it up. And Robinson with the left. This is our take on everything Knicks on and off the court. We're mostly about the eye test, not too much about the numbers, but as we all know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. On this episode, we're going to talk about the loss to the Clippers, Raptors, and the Heat, a little bit about Zion Williamson, and the suspect KP allegations. This is episode 12. Let's get right into it. Knicks family, what's going on? What's going on? Welcome back to the Guard Up Knicks podcast. What's going on, Dre? How you doing? Chillin', Paul. How you? I'm all right. Just yeah. chilling. You know what I'm saying? Just taking in a whole lot of basketball this week. Right. Um, Rick couldn't be with us on this one. He has some some obligations to deal with. Um, yeah. But he's here in spirit, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk about... What we got? We got on the docket tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about the loss to the Clippers, Raptors, Miami. I mean, everything's going to be a loss. Yeah, I don't, yeah I, don't, I don't think that we surprised. Uh, yeah. And at least a bit about these losses. I mean, no. if we got to win against Miami, that would have been cool. That would have been nice. That would have been cool. especially at home. Yeah. Um, it was and it was a winnable game, but we'll get into that. Uh, let's talk about the the game versus the Clippers. Uh, that also was a close game up until about the three minute mark. I'd say. Right. Um, it seemed like it got it, it got away from them. Yeah, all the way at the end. I mean, and it was fairly close. The whole entire game, and, and uh, DeAndre Jordan had 20 points, 13 rebounds, four assists. He's yeah. been he's been really doing a good job at uh, seven for uh, ten. Yeah, seven for ten. Uh, he, he's he's assisting pretty well. Um, his assist mm-hmm. numbers have been pretty high since he's been here for a center. So um, you got to give that to him. Dotson had a 18 point game, seven 16 shooting, three rebounds, two steals. Moutier. Moutier had 26 points. Yeah, 26.6 rebounds, seven assists. Seven assists. That's nice. Excuse me, Moutier. You, you think, you think he's trying he trying to stay? He like, listen. He's, no, he's he, really he playing. He, he's I, I feel like he, he's he, he playing for a spot in the league in general. For sure. I mean, he's trying to just stay relevant. He knows yeah. there's a lot of guards here that the Knicks want to keep that are a lot uh, easier to keep. Right. I.e., uh, Kadeem Allen, uh, De- Dennis Smith Jr. Some, some maybe even Frank Nilakina. Who would you who would you keep? Who would you keep? Oh, out of uh, Kadeem. Could you would keep Kadeem? That's it. Keep Kadeem. Hashtag why? keep Kadeem. I've been putting hashtag keep Kadeem all over Twitter for the last but why three weeks. Wait, wait, what's Kadeem numbers in that game? He played. Yeah, he was six oh, for 16, 11, 16 four. points, four rebounds, one assist. Oh, with twenty minutes, so he might have had uh, Moutier type numbers. Well, I don't even care about that. I think with with Kadeem, you just think he, I like, he affects the game differently. Yeah, on both sides of the floor, he looks for his teammates, and it's an obvious thing when he does it. Not not that he 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 telegraphs it, but it's obvious that he really cares about his teammates. Moutier, a lot of his assist comes from barreling in the guys and creating enough space to where he made somebody open somehow. Um, right. It's not really like he's point guarding at all. Kadeem Allen does a way better job at point guarding. He's he's tough. He's tough, man. The kid is tough. Um, 
He's tough as nails. He fights hard every game, every play. I never see a play where he gives up, ever. So th- those are the kind of guys I want on my team, even if he's going to be a bench guy. Right. Uh, um, Mitchell Robinson, that game had 2.7 rebounds, two assists. I two think he assists. had two or three blocks that game. Let's double check what he had that game. Um, let me see. Mitchell Robinson. And that was versus the Clippers. He had um, a cool, I'm sorry, bear with me, two blocks, two blocks, two steals. Mm. Uh, 14 minutes, uh, two personal fouls. Uh, this game, I see Fisdale went heavy with DeAndre Jordan because it was a former team. He does that a lot with the former players, with former teams. He he gives them their minutes. He tries to get a, a big game out of them. Yeah. Every time we play the, the Nuggets, Moody plays a whole lot of minutes. And anyone who plays an X team, that's just really how it goes. Because he, he knows the psych a lot, the psychology with that, that they're going to really try to. Right. Yeah, right. In the mouth. Yeah, yeah, dig dig in and, and, and show off a little bit. So, you know, and it was a good game because I believe that was at the Garden as well. And um, they also had – he had all his family members there. So it was it was nice. It was it was it was pretty cool. Okay. Um that was that was the Clippers game. We lost 124 to 113. Like I said, it was close up into the third the three minute mark, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden Lou Williams started making his baskets. And then yeah. that was the game. Um then we played the Toronto Raptors. Uh what day was that? Is that this past Thursday or Friday? I'm not sure. But um no, actually, I'm sorry. That was Thursday. Yes, that was Thursday. <clears throat> okay. We played them. Just we just played Miami last night. Yeah, yeah, that was last night. Yeah, so it was that was Thursday. So uh, this game, Moutier had a, a, an amazing game: eleven points, four rebounds, one assist. We saw, uh, <laughs> four, four for twenty-five minutes in yeah. twenty-five minutes, and you know, and then you look at Kadeem Allen's numbers in nineteen minutes. He played. He he had 18 points, one rebound, two assists, six for nine from mm. the field. Mm. So you know what I mean? It's yeah. he's gonna give you a consistent effort. That's kind of what I do like about Kadeem. He's gonna give you a consistent effort. Um for some reason, whenever we play the Raptors, uh Kawhi Leonard never plays. <laughs> I don't understand that. Um it's it's kind of weird. Because what do you think that is they like don't even don't even we don't, don't want to risk bother. an injury. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to risk an injury. We don't like and yeah. on the game against the Knicks. Yeah, they'll, they'll, don't even, Mitchell Robinson yeah. will probably grab you and try to pull you down like they try to save yeah. you. Yeah, What's yeah, his yeah. Name? Um, speaking of this game, uh, and Mitchell Robinson, he had 19 points, 21 rebounds, and I believe he had three blocks. Was it? Yeah, three blocks. 19 points, 21 rebounds, 31 minutes, 8 for 12 from the field. From the field, man. That That boy could be magic, man. So He had two blocks. I'm sorry. Two blocks and one steal. Yeah, man. He's – this this kid is – you – hey, let's give it up. Let's give him – We got to give it up. We got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. He's just – I think that kid's got a future. And I I think that for somebody who's in his first year – it's pretty scary, you know. They're, they're talking about him being having a bright future in in in, uh, in this league, and I'm excited for him man, to put up these kind of numbers against the Raptors. Now, of course, you know they don't have Kawhi and everything. 
But he's showing yeah. a lot of promise, you know, and I'm a, I can't say it enough. That boy's got a lot of promise. He gains weight. He gets his body right. He trains. Now he now he he has the offseason to train. Mm-hmm. He's got and knows the, the what to work on. He knows what to work on. He got he's gotten closer with guys. He could train with certain guys. You know, I think he's seen enough this season mm-hmm. to kind of know where to get to go and dig in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where to be yeah. and so forth and so on. Where they say that kid is from? Where's he from? Um, he's from. I thought he was from Louisiana. He's actually from Florida. Okay, yeah, man, yeah, he could be, yeah. See, that kid, that kid is, uh, he's gonna be bringing it to New yeah. York, and I, I'm excited to see what he's he's got in the future. You know, yeah, cause... it was um the first game of that kind since Willis Weed, Willis Weed, Willis Reed, back in yeah. I believe 1985, 86, mm-hmm. and this is the consistent company he continues to put himself in, and you know, it's I don't think it's a fluke. It can't be a fluke. You know what uh-uh. I mean? Uh, a lot of these other guys aren't doing anything close to what he's doing. You know what I mean? And and he's by far at our, at this point the most exciting player on our team. Is he the best player on our team? It's a possibility. It's an extreme possibility. So mm. I, I do think that if there's going to be somebody, if people come to this team, I'm pretty sure they're going to be excited to play with this guy. Yeah, with this kid here. For sure. Yeah. For sure. 100%. But it's a game that we, I think we knew we were going to lose. But the, those bright spots are definitely. Uh, right. He's one of the bright spots there. You know? Yeah. He's um he's the reason why you tune in at this point. Right. If Mitchell Robinson isn't playing, there's really no reason for me to watch the it's game. It's like, oh, boy. Yeah, nobody's watching for Moody. Dennis right. Smith Jr. isn't playing. I mean, it was weird that he did play one of these games. Which, which it game was, was this play? game. It, that's um, I'm glad you mentioned that. It was weird that he played because what? Um, what before the game, what they say, he was um just out of alignment in his back. Wow. Yeah. Multiple discs. Yeah, multiple discs in his wow. back. Wow. That's not something that you would expect somebody to play with. You know what I mean? It, it, right. At MRI this point in the season. Multiple for... discs out of place in Dennis Smith Jr.'s lower back, but he still plays. I don't how does so, that you know, make I don't sense? you know, I don't I don't I, you know, I have I have multiple I have a herniated disc and a bulging disc. Excuse me. And wow. I and I I went out there and I played ball, you know, over there at the Y. Uh-huh. You know, to stay in shape and they, the they local you know, Y, yeah. The local Y and, and and you know, it's not one of the things that bothered my hamstring was one of the things. So yeah. it's not you can play mm-hmm. and I'm a, I'm imagining that somebody like that would have the people that I'm, I'm imagining after the game, they got to, like, realign him, uh, 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 that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not something you could – it, it's not one of those things where, like, if he keeps going and never knew that his back was out of place, mm-hmm. down the line it could be something that, that's an issue. But I, right, know that, right, right. I know that with treatment, he could they probably – taking the right precautions. Yeah, right now. yeah, they know to put heat on it. They put ice on it at this time, heat on it, you know, before the game warm him up. Right. You know, after the game, ice his back or whatever the case is. If he's got chiropractors and different things like that, I'm sure that they can make sure. I don't know how this comes out of alignment, but I can imagine, especially a smaller guy like that, right? with all the jumping and, and t- twisting and turning. And, you know, and the, guys, the fact that his, his his game is mostly based on his body. Right. You know what I mean? And that, that's always, we always talk about these kind of guys, how they get hurt with those Russell Westbrooks yep. and then those yep. Derrick Roses and how hard they run and how hard they move and, this game and you got to be quick and fast. Yeah, it's, it's no joke out there, you know. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully he heals fast. Um, 
David Fizdale's been bringing him off the bench. Hopefully he'll continue to do that until he gets back into rhythm. First game, he had uh, seven points, five rebounds, one assist on two of 11 shooting. So um, I, he, he clearly was out of rhythm. He was game. out of rhythm. He was out of yeah. rhythm. And I, I don't know why they had him play at this point in the season. Like I said, even with the discs and how good the, the training, the people who train. But, you know, I, I feel like it's over. Yeah, you know, at this he, point, there's no point. Yeah. Yeah, if there's, there's no injuries, there's no point to play in these guys. Like, Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and, and it's – I was thinking the other day, I said, are these guys going to play our veterans more and they're going to start winning games by accident just because they know how to win games? Right. You know, and I kind of saw that happening a little bit during the Heat game and, you know uh, – Then it fell apart. Yeah, it, it kind of just fell apart at the end simply because um, – You want to jump over to that game? We talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. The um, that game was was. And this is the things that bother me about Kevin Knox. He played forty minutes in the game, and <clears throat> one rebound. He had one rebound. How, how, how do you do that? One rebound, zero. zero you know what that assists. sounds like. You know what that sounds like. It sounds like he wasn't even trying. Like he didn't even like play. Like he didn't even come to play that game. It was just like uh, hi. It's like his motor only starts turning when he gets the ball. And that's the problem I have with Kevin Knox. Is he's not fully in tune with the game of basketball yet. He's in tune with scoring the basketball. That's the only time his motor, his gear starts kicking in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Any other time, he's just out there. He's waiting. He's not setting any off-ball screens. I mean, he's running the play. But after he runs a play, he just stands in a spot and he waits right. and then he just runs to the other side. You know what I mean? He's not giving you anything outside of when I get the ball, I'm going to dribble to the basket every single time. I mean, there's a couple times it was a time he he dropped the ball off to I think it might have been Mitch in this in this game. He dropped the ball off to Mitch and um, Mitch went up and lost it. But it was it was progress because he actually passed the ball on the drive. Right. Why is that something that you're finally doing going into April? You know what I mean? That's that's not something that's acceptable. It's, it's as far as I'm concerned, you know what I mean? You got to you got to bring more to the table than that. Right. Um but I hope that we'll doesn't see carry where it goes over with. into next season. Yeah. That's no, just one of those things. He's going to have to work. He's going to have to really work with people who know the game and they they got to put him in situation. You have to create with the ball. You have to look at your teammates. It just it will open up so much for his own game that if he I can I can see right now, if he was the kind of person who would look for his teammates more often, they would run more plays for him. You know what I wonder? What's up? Uh, I, you know, we I, I talk about coaching because I like Fisdale. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. I think by next year we're gonna see about this whole coaching if, if he gets the team. And he supposed that he wants that we right and and you know I, I just feel like is anybody saying are they you know because they saying like I see these guys on TNT you know Shaq and and and, and Kenny and uh, Charles Barkley and they talk about he's like you can't talk to these kids like that anymore mm. and he, and you know and that's and 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 Shaq is like you can't talk these kids are not the same and not the same kind of kids you can't talk to because I feel like I talk to somebody like like Kevin Knox and be like, yo, you keep, you keep playing like this. You're going to be playing in China. I was like, you're going to be playing Euro basketball. You keep this up. 
Like you and know what I mean? And yeah, and it'll and, and these new age kids, it'll all affect them to the point where he doesn't want to play anymore. Yeah, and they're gonna be like, nah, man, I ain't playing for you, man. You talking about I'm like, and I just feel like cause this is that but this is how I feel looking at how he plays, I feel like he may end up playing in, in, in China. And you know, and even though Moody, because in this game, Moody dropped what Moody had. He had to, he had 24 points, five rebounds, four assists, five rebounds for, for a point guard isn't bad to me. I actually think that's pretty good to have five rebounds in a game. For Moutier? Yeah, for Moutier. For a point guard, yeah. any, any, any point guard, I think, you know, he, what, what they're pulling, then they're pulling down double-doubles with rebounds. But but uh, I just feel like whatever for whatever reason, I just feel like these guys are going to end up playing in China. The Kevin Knox is kind of too early. But. Nah, Kevin Knox is not going to be a China player. He's going to be a player that plays in the league for a while because he can score the ball. But yeah. the problem with him is he... He's on pace to be Andrew Wiggins, and that's not good. Someone who can just score the basketball. And these guys really have to get with him early. Like, I mean, as soon as this season ends, when you get that ball in your hand and you start dribbling, pick your head up. Don't look at just the basket. Right. Look at your teammates, man, because what's going to start happening is if you can't create, if you can't get three to four assists a game, if you can't get five to seven assists a game being six foot nine, six foot ten, having the ball in your hands all the time, people are just not going to want you on their team because it's going to be counterproductive. You don't, you don't defend good at all. Right. So that's an issue on top of the fact that you're not a great offensive player. Right. So um, I don't want to jump ahead too early, but he has to get – he has to ring it in. He has to because if he doesn't, it's going to be two, three years and he's going to be a bench guy. Right. And that's just who he will be. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but um, I'm not going to harp too much on Kevin Knox. He gives us good games every now and then. That's why I don't really stress too much about it. Um, Mitchell Robinson, that game, had uh, nine points, 14 rebounds. Um, I think another two blocks in this game. Um, and it's it's just uh, you just keep looking at him. and he, No, I'm sorry. Four blocks and three wow. steals. Four blocks, three steals. And um, – Shouts out to uh, Luke Cornett as well, who also had three blocks and three steals in this game with 17 points, eight rebounds, two, two, three assists. Um, I like Cornett. I don't know why. I, you know, it's I'm funny. I'm not going to lie. They, they play well together. Yeah. Oh, do they? You, you think so? Yeah. 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 They actually, if you look at the numbers, mm-hmm. they play really well together because they don't occupy the same the same points of the, of, of the, of the floor right. ever. Right. So, um. Fisdale ran them out there today and, you know, 36 minutes, 37 minutes together. Nice. You know what I mean? At this point, if you look at it, you're playing Dotson, Cornette, Robinson, and Knox. He's really trying to see what he's going to get out of these guys next year. Statistically, this looks like this looked like this could have been a winnable game. Wait, because all three of them. Oh, yeah. M- Moutier had 24. Oh, yeah. Cornette was 17. Yeah, for sure. Ro- Robinson I mean, went out with 14 rebounds, eight rebounds for Cornette and blocks and – Steals, yep. like you know, that that's a nice little pairing. I'm, maybe yeah. they discovered too late, like that these guys play well together. Yeah, but, um, I mean that's usually how it goes. I mean, and I, I'm not gonna lie to it. if if Dennis Smith Jr. was here the entire year, if he didn't get hurt, I guarantee you we wouldn't be seeing so much Moody. Eh? Right. I think um, if the Knicks had it their way, they would have. Dennis Smith Jr. running full time point guard at the starting position. Yeah, I, mean, I think Kadeem that'll happen. Allen. I don't think that'll happen. I think that'll happen next year if 
Yeah. Now, you know, I sent you the text last night. I was at 4040. Mm-hmm. Still Excuse me, things. player, player. Oh, stop, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's, 40, a sports, it's a It was a sports, it's a sports bar. <laughs> what, what, what Jay-Z said to you, man? Come stop playing. Yeah, Give us the news, yeah, yeah. Man. Right. Nah, so I'm at 40-40, and we kind of <laughs> close to the door. You know how this it's, it's 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 a sports bar. You know, everybody walks yes. in the same way. So, and I remember, and so Kyrie walks by, and it's funny because you can see his father was there, and I don't know it's his father because of that commercial he had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and it's funny because I saw that guy walking around earlier. Now that I think about it, in retrospect, I could see that he was there, probably casing the joint, making sure the room was right. Bah, right, bah, 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 yeah, bah, yeah. And they had their reservation. And um, he, then, he reminds me of Clyde Drexler a lot in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of has that look. Yeah. And and then and then he walks in with you know the colorful hoodie, like like what did they call it? That funkadelic hoodie with all you know like the watercolors, bleach colors on the you know on the. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, with the regular hat, it wasn't covering his face. He was just walking, talking, and just, he had his crew. It looked like it was about seven or eight of them. And then I thought about it. I was like, did we just play Miami? I was like, and I'm like, what the hell is Kyrie Irving doing here in New York? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. like he can't be in New York. Right. But, but I'm like, it looked, he, was, uh, he looked like he was a little chipper. Like, he was happy. He was smiling and all that the whole time. But well, they played Brooklyn last night and lost. That's why he was. That's there, okay, because because next came in uh, Spencer Dinwiddie walked in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I mean, that that probably had a lot to do. I kind of got scared when I saw him in there with the Nets players, but then I realized they played. Um, I mean, when you text me and said that you saw them in there with the Nets players, I'm like, and what's then, he um, doing up here in New York? Yeah, <laughs> but then I realized they played. I'm like, okay, well, you know, they played Bo- Brooklyn. All right, because that was yeah. a. And they lost to Brooklyn. He knew the spot. Oh, did they? Brooklyn yeah. is making moves. I said, and when Dimity walked right past me, right next to me, you know what I mean? I was going oh, to yeah. try to dap him up, but you know, I ain't really, I ain't trying to do too much. But yeah, I said, yeah, you, I said know. you know, me acting, I'm like, yo, they go Dimity right there. And you can see he turned his head like, like, what's up? Like, you know, but he just kept going. But he, but he had his hoodie on, see, because he looked a little bit more like a basketball player. He had a little taller. When, oh, Ka- okay. when Kyrie came in, he kind of walks in looking like, a normal tall guy, like not nothing too tall. He just, you know. It's so he, weird that these guys are tall. Kyrie, when I saw him, it's like I almost didn't catch him because he's tall, but he's not like NBA tall. Right. He's yeah. not like even when Dinwiddie walked in, he had the black hoodie. I don't know if it was a Brooklyn Nets hoodie. He had the black hoodie on. He had it on. He had his shoulders up. Like, you know, it, he could have acted a little bit more normal, but he walked in with three people. And it mm. looked like one of them was his mom. Like, you know what I mean? He had oh, like. That's what's up. Yeah, it was just like they were they were killed. They were they were just chilling. But uh that was that was cool to see that the, and it, nobody was bothering them, but they're not big stars. Well, and then K D walked in. He was in there? I'm not you. I was about to say K D K D walked in and he was like, Yo, Kyrie, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, are you kidding me? It would have been Oh, forget it. Pandemonium yeah. all over the news. If I don't they know both was in the what that spot. would do or how who would see that and what that would make or if they would like look at that. But they I was would. I was wondering if there was like some baller alert girls in there, whatever the case may be. Yeah, I'm sure there's cameras everywhere and there's people who know those people. So a lot of those times, these people who are getting who are posting these pictures and and, and videos of stuff. Mm-hmm. These are other people that they knows videos. It's never really them. It's uh, it's like yo, I'm in this spot. I'm gonna send you what I got, and that's kind of what it works out for them in their favor. If if I'm a baller alert, if I'm a TMZ, 
everyone knows I work for TMZ. Right. So whenever they see something, yeah, come straight to out. me. Yeah. Because they know they can get that information out first, get them a little bit of a check. You know what I mean? So it, it that's usually how it works, and I think that's why it happens so fast. As soon as they take a picture, they sit hitting up this person because they know this is a check right here. Right. This this picture is a check. This video is a check. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and that's how it is in New York, especially in New York. Especially in Boston, in I'm sure is big deal out there. Spencer Dinwiddie is he's a rising star. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like I said, walked in with like three people. It was two other people with him. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he walked in with a whole bunch of people next to him. Right. He and he looked like a regular dude, and it's like you could kind of miss him. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that, that it was nice. The vibe was nice. The, the spot that it is, it's nice. It was cool. We had fun. But uh, seeing the basketball, it made it reminded me that I was in New York City. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, it's just like forty forty is that place because I'm going with my boys. Yeah, we right. celebrating. We got the bottles of Duce and all of that. It, you know. And you went with a, a pro. I went with pro. I went with my man, my man Paris. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Pro we was. Okay. Yeah, my man Ishan and Ishan is like it's a turn. Oh, like, Ishan came out. That's he came up. out with his man's. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was turned up a little bit. That's what's up. That's yeah, what I gotta saying. get about. Yo, matter of fact, we are stepping to forty forty when I'm up there, man. Come yo, on, listen. So, like yo, that. you know what? That's a good idea. That's a real good idea. Say less. So, you know what I'm saying? What's it? What are we looking at this month? This month, April. That's a, yeah, that's April, baby. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what? We gotta make that. Up. We gotta make that the thing. Definitely. All right. All right. That sounds like a plan to me. You 100%. know what I mean? For sure. All right. Well, um, what's the next thing we had on the dock? What What else we had on the dock? Well, I, I wanted to finish. Moody had a twenty uh, good. A good game last night, twenty four, five and four. He pulls out these games every now and then where he, he, he. One, number one, he was ten for twelve from the free throw line, which is huge because I wish our guys continued to get to the free throw line, like all of us. If Knox can get to the free throw, Knox went to the free throw line zero times this game, zero times. Wow. So. Uh, Mitchell Robinson went to the free throw line two times. Cornette, of course, went to the free throw line two times. Dotson went to the free throw line two times. He's got to get to the basket. That's what gets him going. You know what well, I mean? Well, Dotson is a shooter. That's why he don't get to the uh, to the free throw line. Well, he's he's a shooter, but he's he's also gotten to the basket in the past, and that has helped his game be a little bit more consistent because at least now, you know, you're getting baskets at the rim. You know what I mean? You're getting fouled. You're getting free throws. It, it kind of opens the game up and opens your shot up a little bit more. He only had two points today, Dotson, on zero for eight shooting. So you got to get to the basket. You know what I mean? And that's another when thing. When you're having he a bad shot, shooting game, you really got to get to the basket. Yeah. He shot zero for six from the three-point line. That's exactly why you got to get to the free throw. I mean, from the three-point line, he shot zero for six. And... Yeah. He only shot two for two from the free throw line, so you you gotta get you gotta get in there when you're not making no shots. Um, Kadeem Allen didn't really play too well. I mean, Dennis Smith Jr. in 18 minutes, he was catching for him a little bit, 12 points, four rebounds, one assist. Mm-hmm. So you know he's he's getting into it. Two steals, you know what I mean. Only had one foul, so he's he's getting back into it. But you know these guys got a long way to go. This it's gonna be a long summer. We don't know who's coming back. That's what's going to make this a little bit tough for us because, you know, we don't know who's going to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about <sighs> Moutier, uh, Kadeem Allen, Lance Thomas, Ellenson, Hazonia, DeAndre Jenkins, all of these guys, you really don't know if they're coming back. Even Cornette. 
I'm not sure. The only guys that I think are a lock for sure is Mitchell Robinson and Dotson and maybe Kevin Knox. You don't think so, Dennis Smith? Dennis Smith Jr. Yes, I'm sorry. He's also he's de- he's definitely in there. But um I just the rest of these guys is the big if. So it's going to be a completely different team next year. So it's going to be hard to really figure out what we really want to do going forward with a lot of these guys. But um, I guess that's that. Um, what else we got? Frank out for the season. Nice. Out. <laughs> nice. No, I, I'm, I'm saying that is like the, the, if, they, if they're going to be cautious, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he – it was clear. I mean, they should be taking this approach with Dennis Smith Jr. But just just rest the guy. Like if he, he if he can risk getting hurt, okay, just don't play. You know what I mean? Um, Nilakina played seven minutes in the game versus the <clears throat> the Raptors. Was it? No, it was actually against the Clippers. Played seven minutes. Uh huh. And reaggravated it and didn't come back in the second half. And that was it. You ruled out for the rest That's of the it. season. You know what I mean? Get out of there. Yeah, just sit down. Don't don't even bother it. Um, have we seen this last game as a Nick? What do you think? I I think it depends how this offseason goes. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that I don't think that he's a, the front runner for any any point guard position here. I think mm-hmm. at best he's coming off the bench. But if let's say let's say we get let's say let's say we get um Kyrie and we keep Dennis Smith. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You keeping him as your third point guard? Like I don't even know if he's. Well, I, I mean, mean, maybe in defense situations. Guard, if you want to keep he, him, yeah. As, yeah, I feel like he's one of those guards you keep him as a defensive. Like if we got some plays that we got to make, mm-hmm. you know, down the stretch for some, we need to stop. Frank Nilakina is going to get all those minutes. You know what I right. mean? Right. So, and I think behind Kyrie Irving is going to get his 35 minutes. 30, 35 minutes, and then Dennis Smith Jr. is going to get his 25. You know what I mean? And then it's just yeah. like, you know, he's not, I don't know. I, at right now, I take Moutier over this, over him. At, yeah, for sure. You got to. You got it, to. You'd be and a fool to not pick. Yeah, and it would be messed up. I mean, up. and it sucks because there's so much more potential for Frank. I think that for Frank, he might, he might, have, to, he might have to find that potential somewhere else. It's possible. I mean... Of the, it, it, it just has to be at this place where someone's gonna have the patience for him, yeah, and, and, and the and the space for him and at that position. If we do get if we get KD and one other person that's not a point guard, it might be because now we get Dennis Smith is gonna be the main one, and then I think Moutier might be the the number two, which is gonna leave a lot open for you know somebody like like Nilakina. But I don't right. think I don't think they're bringing this other guy from the G League back. Who cool. you know. Your boy, that's you, John Jenkins. Oh, Kadeem Allen. No, no, Kadeem. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. If we get in these big stars, they're not having yeah. to play with this guy next to the. You know what I mean? Like the G League. Well, guy. I mean, you never know. I don't think that really matters. That he's a G League guy. I think it's going to show in how he competes with the guys for the position that's there. I don't think Moutier is back. Um, simply because of contract reasons, contractual reasons. Um, I know they're gonna have a bunch of money. I, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious to see how it pans out because right now I don't it's think speculation. It's, but I think they have the money. I just don't think they would want to, because of yeah the money they do need to spend. They don't want to spend it on Moody. On Moody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if we do get Zion, 
Oh, we do get uh, your boy. What's, what's your man that you always say? What's John Morant. John Morant. I think that, you know, that it's going to be like a whole lot of, it's going to be a lot of hype. First of all, New York is going to be hype again. Right. Stuff like that goes down. It's going to be exciting. And I don't think Moutier is going to help with that excitement. I, I well, uh, well, go ahead, go ahead. I just think that he's not that player that, that's going to facilitate the excitement in New York. I feel like no. they're going to try to get, even if it, I think that Dennis Smith Jr. fits the bill, if we don't get a new point guard, Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. fits that, that bill. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with the guy behind him. I don't think it's good. Like you said, money, and I, don't, I just don't think he fits as the number two in an exciting New York squad. Right, right. And I mean, and neither does Frank. If you're talking about these, these free agents coming here, then the guy who would be the second guard off the bench would be Dennis Smith Jr. at this right. point. It wouldn't right. be. Moutier or Kadeem Allen. Nah. Or Frank um, Nelikina. It wouldn't be. It just. Or Frank. Yeah. It's, he would be the second guy. I mean, Frank would be there to be the. If they did keep Frank, he would be the last guard off the bench. Right. And that's if they keep that point guard. And they haven't even done that all year. So I still don't know what they're going to do with the kid. Right. So that's kind of why I don't really know how to enter him into these point guard equations because he's never really ran as the primary point guard as often as the rest of these guys have been. Uh-huh. So we'll see what what happens with that. Um, let's talk about the uh, the uh, Zion and and John Morant real quick. They both were eliminated uh, today. Zion was eliminated, and my fellow Duke brethren, my brother, my brotherhood. I talk <laughs> like I'm an alumni, but I'm yeah, not. yeah, that's just I'm my like, team. He... <laughs> <laughs> um, your boy Pro, his to... team is North Carolina, so I'm like. Oh, he, yeah, so he was out there the, the other day. Yeah, well, but that was because of Jordan. And he was like, ever since Jordan played, he just stuck with North Carolina. There's no really, no real reason, so. Right. My, the only reason why I ever liked Duke was because I was a Grant. I, I Grant love Hill. Grant Hill. Right. And mm-hmm. I like Coach K for some reason. I always was a Coach K fan. He always mm-hmm. knew. I always found it um, admirable that even with only with all of these one and dones that he consistently has every single year, he consistently still finds happen. a way to make it. Yeah. To, to the close to the dance, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so Duke is my team. We lost today to, um, Michigan state. It hurt watching it. Uh, <laughs> it just sucks. They, they never really had any three point shooting this year. We knew that all of our players, were really not good shooters. There was only one true good shooter on that team, and that was Cam Reddish. Right. And he wasn't really that consistent. Um, if we had one more shooter on our team, I think that would have made things completely different. But everyone knew to just pack the paint on us. You know what I mean? It's right. it's It was a known fact. Pack the paint on Duke, they can't shoot. <laughs> that was it. So um, we lost today by one. Uh... It's a blessing in the disguise for Nick fans who want Zion and maybe RJ because there's a possibility that the league will do us dirty as they like to do and don't give us the top pick for having the worst record. Right. And and it can be blamed on the fact that all odds are even at the top three spots. So whatever. Right. We can't really do anything about it. We kind of have to accept that, you know, uh, you know, it's sad. I'm kind of looking for flaws in Zion now that we possibly might not get the first round pick, the number one, the number one pick. I don't, and I don't want to do that. It doesn't matter though because 
I'm, you know, I was watching the game last night with Virginia, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, who, who did Virginia just beat? What was that team they were just playing? Um, Purdue. Nah, it wasn't Purdue. Wait, was it? Who it might have UVA. Who did they beat? Was Virginia. It yeah, I think UVA beat Purdue. Let me just double check real quick. Let me just get this. But I'm gonna just keep it. telling you what I saw. Yeah. So last, I'm mm-hmm. watching the game, and you know they had a lot of. Uh, it, I, I think it. it it looks like to me. I don't know how to say this without it sounding wrong. Like there was a lot of white boys on the squad, and I feel yeah. like, and I feel like uh, a lot of those, a lot of those kids aren't making it pro. So that's why you, those kids are probably the ones that stay with the team in two, three, four years because they're not going to get drafted or whatever the case. You know what I mean? Like those kids are going to stay right there and do and actually get an education right. you know and parlay that to them being on the team into like you know i don't know wall street who knows but yeah you know i'm watching the game and i'm seeing these guys yeah purdue it was against purdue it was purdue and that was the one with mm-hmm. the kid who could shoot the one with the yeah. lines mm-hmm. and i'm looking at the game and i'm like i, I was like a lot of these kids don't look like they could go to the nba man no so and and i say that to say that Zion dominating the, the the you know in his division there is not necess- is nothing close to the same because I'm looking at these boys some of these boys you know like they dunking on this kid and, and and driving past this guy it's not it's not the same kind of competition so when we look at Zion and you picking this game apart it, it I just feel like the potential the, you're getting these guys their potential who's the name what's I don't remember you remember that kid who was a bust. They got drafted number one by Cleveland, big kid. Anthony Anthony Bennett. Yeah, Anthony Bennett. And I can kind of see how anybody goes busting. I'm not a big college ball watcher. Right. But I'm looking at some of these kids, and and I feel like whether or not they make it in the NBA or not is all within them. I don't I think the college game kind of gets them prepared, you know, especially if they go deep in the playoffs mm-hmm. and, and you know, and, and playing under that kind of pressure and playing in big stadiums i think that's where they get it but the competition just isn't there bro i, I just just from you know and that was one game i watched and the, the way it seems to me when i feel when i watch those games it feels way more mechanical it seems like right. these young kids are on a system they're strict yeah. to that system yeah you know they don't deviate from that system and they go for these plays they go you know they play they play a uh, very fundamental basketball well, that, that kind of goes into what was said about Jordan when he was in college. They said, I forgot what his coach's name was at UNC. And it's sad that I'm forgetting it because he's a very popular coach. Mm-hmm. But um, when he was at UNC, everyone said the only person that could stop Michael Jordan was that coach. And they didn't mean it in a malicious way, but he was playing in a system. He wasn't playing free. Right. Um, and they kind of they're kind of saying that about Zion now. Zion is playing in his system. Right. Um, he hasn't really shown much in terms of a go-to, uh, a strength. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. When I watched him, it didn't, when I watched him the other game, I kind of didn't. You know, there was points where I forget he was there. He wasn't so dominant. And right. that's what I was saying to you earlier that when they they eked out that one game where they missed the tip and everything, and the other team missed mm-hmm. the tip. I didn't mm-hmm. see anything out of Duke that was like, oh, these guys are going all the way. Like, I didn't see anything that made me feel like these dudes were a lock for that. They were going to win. 
Well, the thing that I see with that also because of Duke is they have so many stars on their team. So they don't really give it to one guy and, and let him go. I think right. if there was one less star on this team, Zion would have the ball a whole lot more in his hands. And a lot would so, come down to what moves he made so in now, that final minute. So now Zion goes, he goes number one. Mm-hmm. He goes to a team like the Knicks. Mm-hmm. We really can't. There's not. You can't have a lot of expectations for a kid like. What we're what we're excited about is his athleticism and his size. Yeah, the potential. Yeah, the potential he has, and that's why I feel like these dudes who make it are dudes who mentally kind of evolve because right. you know those guys that do it in the, the, the college basketball is a, it's a totally different thing. You know how like when you see yeah. a kid and like yo this kid is good with it, they're a prodigy. And like nothing would be, you know, it's not like the kid that got the little regular piano lessons and they could play the piano. And, you know, because now all of the kids, everybody who's got piano lessons could play like that. Right. Then you got that one kid like, yo, how did he? Oh, my God. Like, those are the kids that really Mm -hmm. excel. And I really don't know if I'm not saying I don't know if Zion has that, but Zion hasn't had the competition to really see if he's going to be that elite guy. But it's within him. He got every he's got all the tools. I think with, with the thing with Zion is it comes down to just like any other guy, um, it what work you put it on the next level, and right. I think that's why all of, all of the analysis that has been going into who Zion is as a player, what he's going to be able to carry on to the next level, I really don't think it matters because each and every one of these guys has a job to grow and develop their games. For the NBA, each and every one of them, no matter how good their game is or how bad their game is. I mean, he was beating up on the on the on the center on the other team, though. No, I mean that's that's he, just who he is. He smacking him around, it yeah. Was just like he was just, having fun with him. Yeah, he's a big dude. You know what I mean? And you just he he's just so big that he's going to have to find a way to make that translate to the game. And I think he'll do it. I think once a team focuses on him, if they run a system. With him being a primary guy, and he has high usage rate. R.J. Barrett, our second best player, arguably, on our team, on Duke, I should say. Um, he has a 5% higher usage rate than Zion does. So you you got to you gotta understand that, you know, if he goes to the – when Zion goes to the next level, there's, there's probably nobody who's going to have a higher usage rate than him on his team unless there is a KD there. You know what I'm saying? So I would rather that. I don't mind that because that takes the ball out of Zion's hands to have to create so much. Um, but at the end of the day, you, 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 you see that Zion really didn't really get the chance to expand his game too, too much because he had to fit it in with so many other guys that are dominant players. Um, like you said, you get to the league, it's a totally different game. Um, mm-hmm. Devin Booker was the 13th pick, and he was a bench player at, 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 what, Kentucky, I think he played at. He was a bench player. Right. And was drafted 13th, and you see he's putting on 59 points and 50 points in back-to-back games. Yeah, but that's why I feel like it depends on, like, the, the guy. You know, if they can right. yeah, that's, if I'm they go, have, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, they got it. That's why, you know, whether they're busts, it's almost not fair. Like, you know, guys go number one. You know, because mm-hmm. the competition just isn't the same, but I feel like it's that guy, if they adjust, if they can go... You look at people like Carl Anthony Towns, and I feel like he's gotten better. But 
But I looked at him a few times in the NBA and was like, you know, he's not ready for like the big, big show. The big league, yeah, no. Play. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, you know, I mean, even now, like this was like last year. I was looking at him like, nah, that he can't. He ain't competing with these dudes with heart. No. Nah. You know I mean, like, I mean? look at Clay Anthony early. He was he was a, a dominant force in college. And he got mm -hmm. to the league, and you still already was on the Knicks. You know what I mean? Like, he was yeah. just the guy who was a role player. And he, he didn't really have a strength. He was he was pretty athletic. Mm -hmm. uh, he had a bit of a mid-range game, but that team didn't cater to mid-range at all. Right. It was three points in, to the basket. And what sucked was he wasn't a good three-point shooter, and he couldn't create dribbling the ball going to the basket at that time. Right. So, um, you know, he went from being a, a star at, at Wichita State and taking his team pretty far in the, in the in the, uh, March Madness. Yeah, but now we talk about Wichita State. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. And the, But this is what I mean. The, these guys are coming from all of these schools that the competition and, and what their show is based off of the guys that they're playing. So Anthony Bennett, I'm sure he showed in college that he can bust guys his and, and bust guys' ass that are in college with him. But the game isn't catered to that kind of player anymore. You know what I'm saying? The same thing with Jalil Okafor. The game is not catered to that kind of player anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's why, like, the role plays in, in college, that's a big deal. You get to the league, man. That, that's different. If you're staying in that mentality, like, in college it was like this, and you get to the leagues and you're not adjusting and you're not it's, – yeah. it's, it's kind of a wrap for you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jalil Okafor, if, not, if I'm not mistaken, being a Duke fan, I should know this. But I believe he won his, in his rookie season. He won a championship, I believe, his rookie season. Let yeah, me, he let was. Me they, they, remember, they, that was the season they kept saying to, for the Knicks to lose more for Okafor. Right, 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 <clears> right. It was like lose more for Okafor, and that was when we got Chris Stapps, wasn't it? Yeah, because Philadelphia took yeah. him right. They took him number three. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and it seemed like they said they didn't even need another big man. They said they did that to block the Knicks. Yep. You exactly. Know what I mean? Yeah, and that was the the thing about it. They didn't really need him. They already had. Uh, um, uh, Joel and B, yeah, yeah. So they went and picked this guy, and you know that's that's this is what I'm saying. This guy won a, ch a championship at Duke, got drafted to the league, and just his game never translated. That'll be the end of part one of episode twelve. Thank you once again for joining us on the Guard Up Next podcast. Till next time, peace.